Google. Hey everybody, just a quick message from Bob and Bonkers Network. We would like to remind everybody that certain topics of discussion may not be comfortable for all listeners. Certain viewpoints may not reflect those of our partners, sponsors, affiliates, our hosts, or that of our guests. We would like to encourage everybody to keep a respectful and open climate of discussion for all topics, no matter how disturbing they may be. So viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a brand new year and the world is getting crazier than ever before. And there's only two idiots who know best to bring it to you. Join Christopher Ball and Dakota Francis every week on the Bald and Bonkers Show. You never know what's going to happen. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Well, well, well indeed. When I said that, well when I meant to put that in viewer discretion advice thing, I was not anticipating the types of discussion that have already been taking place as we were preparing to come live for this show. <laughs> I can honest, I can honestly say I've heard some stuff in my life, but until I met Mr. Ellingsworth here, my world has just been opened up, you know? And if you if you want to hire Mr. Ellingsworth to come and talk to any classes of that, he's always available. Uh, oh, God. You're going to get you know? him... You're going to make it to where he's not going to be allowed near schools. It's, oh, come on. He's, he looks like, a, he looks like a, an old Ozzy Osbourne, you know? He's, he's going to get that kind of rustic kind of look to him tonight. Especially for how pixelated he looks. My goodness. I know. But I know. if we should probably say this right off the bat, Chris and Drew are both having weather issues that are affecting some of their signals right now. So you may just get stuck on my ass. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and ladies out there, you will be stuck with this handsome young man. There you go. I, I'm, I'm helping. I'm helping you. I've got to do this, ladies and gentlemen. You know, he's, he's lonely. I just, I just need to do it for him. Well, yeah, because everybody wants a Jerry Springer episode instead of an actual, you know, human-to-human relationship. Well, we can kid when this is Jerry Springer now, Mr. Drellingsworth. What did you come to Jerry Springer for? God. You know, I actually watched a video the other day, and they said, and this this is sort of one from one of those big um, instructional groups on YouTube, and they said yeah. that that the drama thing that's been going on on YouTube on people's live streams and stuff have yeah. have caused a noticeable increase in subscriptions. Yes. So, I'm thinking that it's logistically smart to do, like, a whole month of bullshit streams. That's a good idea. And then just all of a sudden stop. You know, once you get all those subscribers, then you just stop and start going back to your normal stuff again. I will see that. So, he's bald, he's bonkers, and I'm yeah. neither one. So... Yes, but you know, I mean, I mean, we did get past. Was it two thousand? What were it? Two thousand and fifty subscribers now, which is quite. I think a little higher than that, but hell yeah. Yeah. See, see, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Bald and bonkers is growing. 
You know, I mean, I never thought I would see Bald and Bonkers over 2,000 subscribers within, I mean, how long has it been? A year and a bit? Yeah, uh, October was our first year anniversary, and shockingly, despite what all these people that try to throw shade at us try to say, we're still going, motherfuckers. And you know what else was very surprising was the news that Dakota told me about our podcast. Why don't you tell us about that? Okay, we're oh, going to have to get the guests that actually helped us get that high, to be completely honest with you, mm-hmm. back on. So Bald and Bonkers, for some of you who don't know, we actually take the audio from these shows yes, and repurpose it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, iTunes, all those. I was looking through some of the stuff, and in the year 2022... We were rated over 99% of other podcasts in the religion and spirituality category. And, Christopher, there's something else that literally just happened, like, just before I came on to get ready for the show. What's that? Bald and Bonkers has been nominated for a gala in Las Vegas. What does that mean? What, what, what does that mean, Chad? I'm not, not going to reveal too much yet because it's still very early in the process, but it's something yeah. I never thought could happen. What do, what, do, what does that mean? Does that mean that the two us two handsome chaps get to go to Las Vegas? We could take we could take Mr. Drew Ellingsworth with us. We have been nominated for Albert. sometimes a, we've been nominated for an award. That's all I can say right now. <gasps> Did you hear that, Drew? Well, well if, we're, if we're going, we're going to have to take Mr. Drellens with us. He can be our patient. You guys have been nominated for the most bald and bonkers channel on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I will admit this. We are probably the only bald. We are quite a lot of bald presenters out there, but we are mad, too. I know? was like, I don't know, Chris. You got kind of offended where... Some of our other bald guests got rated above you on our IMDb page. See, I've I, I came to a conclusion with that, right? I'll admit, I'll admit Dave Schrader, right? Dave Schrader, he's up there, right? And I will say this, Dave Schrader is an awesome guy. I'm saying that to know, not just because I'm a fan. He's also a friend of mine. And he is, he's honestly, he's a great guy and he's a great what he does, right? Then we come to Mr. Brian J. Laverty, right? He was a hairdresser. Can you actually believe that? It was a hairdresser, ladies and gentlemen. You have been so obsessed with that. Here's the thing. How does somebody like that become a hairdresser? I mean, look at me. He's an actor and all that. You know? He was telling us the other night. See, when he was on my channel, Ghost Squad Scotland the other night there, he was telling us that he's actually going to get an audition to be an insurance advert. Yeah. There you go. I've yeah. been on those types of auditions before. Hmm? Do you, you know I've been in movies and stuff? Yes, you, yes, you have. True. What about you? Have you been in any home movies or any movies you've ever made? Nothing that you count with you and your wife in the bedroom. Um. Yeah, I started to say Pornhub is about the only uh, <laughs> the only place you can see my movies. Um, no, um, I've actually, believe it or not, as long 
um, believe it or not, as, as long as I've been doing historical reenacting and stuff like that, even though a lot of movies like Last of the Mohicans and The Patriot and Master and Commander, they all would go to reenactments looking for extras and stuff like that. I've never been, being located here in the Midwest in America, they, they don't really... Now, I was an 1812 battle reenactment one time yeah. when the History Channel came in and and filmed some clips um, for a documentary. And I think they got me in a couple shots as a, a, a French trader. Uh, but just like, I mean, I'm gone. Yeah, that would. Beep, beep. What was that? That was loud. <laughs> what was that? The beep from beyond. What was that? Uh, was that you? That, that was that, that. That was probably this one. Oh, so you've got his devices out there. That's all right. I've got the the clamps. I look like I'm about to go and chop a tree down with these big earmuffs on. You know. It's that little alien head back there behind it. I don't. I swear that to name him. What do you what do you name him? I've got to name him on air. What, what do you name him? What's he What's he to be called for now on? Well, come on, we have to think of a name for him. What's his name? I don't know. It, 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 it's your money. You prostituted yourself in order to get those. I know a lot of handbags swinging went in that. I'll tell you that right now. Oh my back! Oh. <laughs> How did we get an award? Did you bribe somebody? I, I didn't say we got the award. I said we got nominated. I was going to say. I was going to say. But, yeah, but there you go. It's still very early in the process. I literally just found out like five minutes before I came on. Oh, hey, geez. nominated is a great step. I mean, look at look at Susan Luce, that actress in the, um, the daytime uh, soap drama here in America. She was nominated for awards like 32 times and never won a damn thing. But still, to be nominated is, is, is well, a great achievement. Yeah, I know. To be nominated is an honor. That's what losers always say. Nope. Knock on wood. Who's that? Who is that? I just heard somebody speak. I'm serious. They, 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 no, I'm, I'm just saying. No one here, best chickens. I just heard hello. I just heard hello. And I thought it was maybe. That's uh, the little ghost over your left shoulder. No, that's just in that's, case. Uh, what's his name? I don't know. I've not named him yet. I heard it at the start of the show. I don't know if anybody heard it the podcast, but I heard a giggle. A giggle. Oh, is that what that is? See, see. My sister's home. You need to get a big sign outside your door saying, production. It, I do have a sign. Flashing lights. They got me for Christmas. It don't work. Flashing lights. And a big hand that comes out and goes like that. If it's anywhere near. You know? So, Drew, what are you working on right now on your channel? Because we can hardly ever get a hold of you. What uh, you been up to, man? Dude. Since 2023 or began, I have tried to increase the the quality of videos I'm putting out. Right now, I'm currently working on it. And for those of you that don't know, 
And, you yeah. know, I'm sure there's going to be some, some viewers here in America that, that, are like, but I think most of the most of the reaction, the positive reaction is going to be from viewers in the UK. Um, for those of you that didn't know, 2023 is the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who, and you know I've been I've been a Doctor Who fan for 35 years, 34 years, and. Um, I'll age myself here. I discovered Doctor Who when I turned 20 years old. Mm. So do the math. Mm. But I decided I was going to do, and I, I sent a, a, a picture earlier to uh, Dakota uh, of my uh, the thumbnail for it. Um, but um, I, I'm doing a, a, a video on the lure of Doctor Who the longest-running show in television history. And it's it's all behind the scenes with the fans, with the writers, with the editors, the conventions, things like that, not to mention the, just the intro and outro that where I'm at in there. Uh, I have yeah. spent three days so far working on just the special effects for it. And um, I've still got another two days of special effects, but I'm. I, but this is this will be for a week from tomorrow. It'll actually premiere on the, or debut on the channel a week from tomorrow, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it's just. I mean, don't, let's just say I became Doctor Drew. There you go, Doctor Drew. There you go. They're looking for a replacement for a new Time Lord. You could do it. What? You never know. You, you, you know. I, I used to watch it when I was a wee boy. I'll admit, Doctor Who. I used. To, I don't like the mere modern stuff. See the mere modern Doctor Who's. I'm kind of. I'm not really into it. I thought David Tennant made a good Doctor Who, but yes, he is Scottish. Maybe that's why I liked him. I don't know. Well, I gotta admit, I have. I'm partially impartial to Tennant myself because, well, I've actually worked with him before, so. Yeah. He's, David he's Tennant is my favorite. Yeah. David Tennant has always been my favorite. Of course, Edelson, uh, before mm -hmm. him, I liked his go-get-em, tough guy attitude. Um, nice. But then again, both of them got to work with Billy Piper, and, and I've been in love with her for years. I would leave my wife for Billy Piper. Uh-oh. I hope you you're not watching, watching honey. You would leave his wife. For Billy Paper. All right. Well, I got. I, I hope you're not. Hope you're not watching, honey. Mm. Uh, let's see, Billy Piper. Oh, look! It. Here's a contact info. There we go. This is your moment, Drew. You need to hey, message Billy Piper. If I, I ever, if I ever get written in as a new doctor, I'm gonna call Rose back to be my, uh, to be my companion. Hmm. Well, but what about, what's, that, what's if, the other thing? Is it Amy Pond? If, if the police box is rocking, don't oh, come knocking. Oh, yeah. Amy Pond, you know? Yeah, I thought she, she did a good job. She did a, she did do a good job. But you know, you know, actually, it's weird she's talking about Doctor Who, because I was watching, it was about last week, and I was watching one of the Doctor Who's... What's the Doctor Who 
It was made in the early 1960s, 70s. You'll know what I'm talking about. And it goes, it, it's in London. It's in London. And the, his daughter's going out with a police officer. You know the one I'm talking about? And they get to the TARDIS, mm-hmm. TARDIS and they get sent back to London that's been took over by the Daleks. Remember that one? And they're drilling into the core of the earth. It just shows you what a, yep. it just shows you what a, a guy on. Yes, I like my sci-fi stuff. I know. It's not surprising. Yeah, the the very first Doctor Who... I'm sorry. The very first Doctor Who I ever watched, the Doctor went back to Nazi Germany. <gasps> Yes, and and that's what got me hooked. That's what got me hooked. Um, the mm-hmm. fact that not only was it sci-fi, but there was some history in there too, trying to set things right, you know, yeah. that, that have gone wrong or somebody has gone back and changed something yeah. and then the docs to go back and set right again. But, you know, other than, other than the Doctor Who, the 60th anniversary uh, of that I have been working on, um. Oh God, I I just done a big video on Auschwitz I've concentration camp in Poland. Um, my wife's grandmother's actually first generation Polish, born here, okay. and they came here just not six months before the Nazi yeah. takeover in Poland. And uh, the video I done was about two two boys that were at Auschwitz that managed managed to get out when the Allied forces went in. And then they returned in, uh, I believe it was 1991. Um, uh, both boys went back. One of them took his wife and daughters back with them and basically mm-hmm. turned the camp and pointed out, you know, this is where this is where your grandma and grandpa were were cremated at. This yeah. is where, you know, I mean, terrible, terrible story, heart wrenching oh, yeah. story. Okay, um, cool. I've done I, I've done a video on the Dakota thirty eight. Oh, did you go to Dakota thirty eight? I know that aircraft. Yeah. See. So I mean, I'm I'm really hitting the hard history this year, and I'm making the the, the the videos nobody else wants to talk about. Yeah. The the things that, that people you I'm know, I, I have this motto on my to go and subscribe to you. I was just gonna say I have this motto on my channel, no fluff, no filler, no BS. Look at history. Yeah. You know, I don't do this yeah. this this school crap that they teach you in, in school these days. I tell it like it is and if I always put a little like viewer discretion at the beginning of my videos. That way you know parents can look yeah. through them first before you want their kids to look at them because you don't want your kids down having nightmares for a week because they watch yeah, video. Oh kind of kind of make your ratings go down a little bit. I mean Drew, would you ever go to Auschwitz? Would you ever go on a tour? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! People have been there. See, that's one of the reasons that I'm I'm wanting my channel to really blow up is so I can start traveling to some of these locations. You know, I've told you and Andrina before. I would love to come to Scotland and do some do do some of the castles. I would like to see both of you here in Scotland. You and Dakota with your kilts on. 
Oh, you know I'd wear mine. I am not afraid of my legs. Second, I get the second I get one that fits me. I'm I'm going for it. Yeah. Oh, I just lost track of thought. I thought I had something. My God. Do you want me to continue going? Here's a question for you. What do you think? That's something that's actually really interesting that you brought up there, Drew. Maybe you can fill us in. See, Auschwitz has MD ever done an investigation there? You know, I don't know if I would actually do an investigation at Auschwitz. Because what happened, yeah. Um, I think it would be fascinating. I mean, I think it was like 1.8 million Jews. Yes. And and God knows how many non-Jew prisoners of war uh, were killed there. Um, was a lot of people were I don't know. I think it would just be disrespectful. It was mm-hmm. there was Russian troops cremated, gassed and cremated. There was people with learning difficulties that were cremated, and there was also what do you call them? Uh, gypsies. The gypsies were rounded up too. Mm-hmm. I think there's a. I think is it nine million, nine and a half million estimated. That's everybody all mixed in. That was mm-hmm. they taken the ash and they dumped it in the nearby river. That's what they did. Because when I went to school, we actually this is going back to the early nineties, by the way, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> when when I went to school, I know that's I, I know that's a long time ago. Were you born? When were you born in the nineties? But anyway, ninety six. Can that's weird that because that's when this happened. But actually, a woman uh, came to the school, and she was a survivor. She was a Jewish, she, and she, on her arm she had the, the the tattoo, and she told she was a little girl, and the Germans came round the camps, and kids were taken away, and they were the first to be gassed, and it was so terrible, mm-hmm. and you know they actually hid in the septic toilets, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she survived it, she could <coughs> the Americans, I don't know what camp it was. I don't know what camp it was, but she can remember the American troops coming and finding them. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's just it's 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 sad, you know. Every time I yeah. see a picture or something of a, 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 a well, what was a child back then, because you know it's been so many years. But you know, when I see that tattoo on their arm, it just yeah. it breaks my heart to know they were treated like cattle. You know, and and as it's as one of the boys described in the video, when they were taken off the cattle uh, uh, transports on the train, um, they were all told, "Leave your belongings here. They'll follow you." And and yeah. once you left your belongings, they lined all the women and small children up on the on the uh, I believe on the left. They uh, all the able-bodied men and older boys on the right, and and unless the women had a, a special um, um, a job or something that would make them handy to the Nazis, and you know one of the boys was saying it was me and my dad here, it was my mom, my sister, and two younger brothers over here, and I watched them being marched right down the line. To to the yeah. to the crematorium, and my dad and I had to go off this way, 
it's just it's it's just so sad that you know we have that little dark we have that dark yeah. uh, chapter in history. There's six uh, five million Jews and six million non-Jews. So eleven million people lost their lives in the concentration camps during World War Two. That's terrible. Cool. You know, one of the very first films I did was about a woman who actually survived Auschwitz. Her daughter, be, her granddaughter, became a filmmaker, and, and after her grandmother came out of Auschwitz, she wanted to, you know, tour the country, tour Europe, to basically just tell her story to try to get people to realize. You had things that may be bad, but there's true darkness out there. Mm-hmm. We need to have each other's back. You know what? Mm-hmm. Kind of feel some days it kind of feels like those times are lingering again, but nobody wants to pull the trigger. Oh yeah, we don't want that to happen again. Because if it does, I don't think it will stop at ten million. I think it'll be more than that. I think it'll be a lot more. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I mean, those people thought they were going for a shower to get delaced, right? Some were. They kept, I do know this because I did history at school, a lot of them were kept, the ladies were kept, you're right about that, some of them were kept, the ones that were good with sewing because they were used to make like parachutes and they were used to make parts of aircraft. Mm-hmm. Like jets, like see like the V1 rocket and the, and the other weapons of mass destruction. They were used. They used the Jews to to build the components of them. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen that film? What's that film? Oh, it's an amazing film. I had it. Mahid. Then I'm just waiting for go. I can't remember the name of the film. You you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Is that it's an industrialist German, and he saves the lives of the Jews. Hmm. Oh, what is that? Yeah. Not to go uh, full. Captain America Winter Soldier here, but it also makes puts you into perspective that the whole reason, one of the main reasons why the U.S. managed to get to the moon was the fact that we took the same head of those very programs within the Nazi regime who utilized so many slaves and made him the head of NASA. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, we most definitely did. The the man who headed up the rocket program when it started back in the 60s to get us up to the moon and stuff was a former Nazi. That, that, that fellow was really annoyed me. Now. It's, it's got a scene in it where they're, they're empty and all the hussies and there's this little girl in a red coat. It's, oh, what's his name? What's that? that? What is that? Is 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 an industrialist, and they actually saved thousands of Jews. I'm what is that? I believe we had watched that watched that in school, but I can't remember what the name of it was. Oh, what is that again? But then what again, that's that also part of history that so many people are trying to say. Oh, we shouldn't teach kids that. We shouldn't give them nightmares. So it's like. First off, yeah, I can understand you don't want to give kids nightmares, but you also got to teach this type of stuff, so hopefully the younger generations don't make the fucking same mistakes. Well, and, and you know, I I had the pleasure of actually going out to my daughter's school last week, 
And uh, I was speaking to one of the teachers out there, and, you know, he was asking me about my channel and how it was going and what I'd done. And I was explaining to him about, you know, the no fluff, no BS thing. And he said, good. He said, I remember when I was in school, we spent three weeks talking about the American Civil War. We spent two or three weeks talking about the American Revolution. You know, now they spend less than a week. How do you cram four years? How do you cram seven or eight years into four or five days? An hour and a half class each day. You know, you you just can't. They they hit the highlights. I've I've talked to my daughter about things, and she's like, "What? What is that?" Yeah, I know. And it's like, my God, we learned about that in junior high, or freshman in high school. Yeah, but her I but her junior high didn't even get history until last year. I remember they never taught history in that junior high. I remember when I was at the primary. That's the when I was young. When I was six or seven. For about four months, four months, all we learnt about was Normandy, and that's all we learned about was just Normandy and the invasion of Normandy and how they did it and how many men were killed and who they were and how they got there and the ships they used and you know they just don't teach things like that anymore. And the name of that movie was Schindler's List. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. You should do something like that, Drew. You should do maybe a, a, something about Schindler's List because there's a lot of truth in that movie that nobody really talks about. Nobody wants to anymore. I know. Yeah, I know. nobody wants to. And Which it, is it's sad. just, it, it, it's sad. I mean, what you were saying about being in primary school. Yeah. You know, and this is one reason that I want to go to the UK. I want to, I want to do Europe and, and do history. You know, uh, when I started the original channel back in you know, 2019, um, I did mostly American history. And then I, I started to question myself. It's like, wait a second. America has only been colonized by Europeans for 300 years. People live in houses in Europe that are three times older than the colonization of our country. Oh, yeah. There are Roman ruins still in Europe that are over a thousand years old that are still standing tall. In in the UK, in Portugal, in, in, you know... It's, it's madness because I can walk into my church in my village and it was built in the 11th century. I mean, that's... So, I mean, yeah, when I went to Rome, you know, our tour guy was telling us you know, they have a hard time putting in subway tunnels like they want to because they had to start putting in archaeologists on their construction okay. crews because every time they start digging, they find something new. Yeah. Thousands of yep. years old, and it's just walking through the streets of Rome. It literally felt like walking through a museum, and I was, it's just it well. Look at the farmers. Look at look look at the farmers all over the UK. They'll be out plowing their field, and they'll run into a cache of 
gold coins. Uh, of um, yeah. Viking coins or, or yeah. swords mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about fields that have been plowed a thousand times in the last 1,500 years. Yeah. And they're still dredging up huge caches of coins. I mean, mm-hmm. There was one just a year or so ago where they were out working their field and they come across mm-hmm. like a thousand Viking coins right. all cached together. There's it's a, like, my God. A, yeah. There's a place near me and I'm not going to give you the location because I know people that live in my village watch this show and listen to this show. I'm not telling you where it is. But there's a place near me and it's actually, see the Romans, a lot of people don't don't think they came across Adrian's Wall, but they did. They made it all the way up to Edinburgh. They made it to they made it to round about Edinburgh, right? And obviously I'm near the borders and there's a Roman road. I kid you not, that's maybe a hundred yards from my house over there, right? And it's as straight as a die. I mean you got to admit the Romans built things perfectly. And to this day it's still there. It's as straight as a die. But when they've been when they were putting a new road through they had to cut through it. And what did they find? They found coins, they found tools, and all stuff dating back. They found a bathhouse. They found a bathhouse that was built for the workers building the road. And the beautiful mosaic tiles that was inside it. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I mean, I know America's... But America's got a lot of hidden things, too. America's got a lot of secret past, too, that doesn't add up with, like, history. Yeah, I mean, talk about Canada. If we jump into Canada for a second, at one point it was part of America. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only a border that really... And they found like, stones with the Knight Templars crosses on them. How did they get there? How did yeah. they get there? I mean, that's older than before America was discovered. Mm-hmm. I do think history... Well, it it just goes to prove, you know, one of the biggest farces in history is is Christopher Columbus. You know, he discovered America in 1492. Christopher Mm -hmm. Columbus never came close to North America. He landed in the Bahamas, and then he landed on the very northeastern extreme tip of South America. He never came to North America, but Leif Erikson was here 500 years before Columbus was ever born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's evidence pointing that the, the Vikings made it to America. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Right up in Minnesota, uh, yeah. northwest of me, they have found the outlines in the grounds of Viking settlements, Viking walls, and stuff right here in North America. So, you know, it just, it, it completely, and see one of the things, and, and Chris, we've talked a little bit about you know, Scottish yeah. history and stuff before. One of the things that tickled me most about Scottish history, you had the Roman Empire. They yeah. conquered half of Europe. Yep. And they got up to a stopping point in Scotland, and they ran across the pits. <laughs> and Emperor Hayden said, oh, screw this. We're building a wall right here. We're lining this roll with troopers. 
They're not mm-hmm. going to let these crazy animals south of that line. Yeah. Yeah. It's they, they stopped. You know, they were scared of the pigs. Yeah. It's, history is an amazing thing, and that's what I like about your channel, Drew. You go into the history. You should actually, why don't you do like a, a live one night on that, or maybe like a, a video on that, talk about the, the 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 Vikings that came to the United States, because it's it's getting more and more evidence pointing to it. I think that would be amazing. I've got a lot of things I'm planning, you know, based, based on the donations, based on the growth yeah. of the channel. Um, but I've got a lot of things planned this year. I was talking to Dakota a little earlier today. And, you know, this year, I mean, for those of you that have followed me for a while or know me, this is all brand new. Um, at Christmas time here just a few weeks ago, I had a uh, uh, a Santa Claus on the channel talking about Christmas and stuff. And I come to realize there's an organization out there called, called uh, International Real Beard Santas. And we have none in the state of Michigan. Now, a real beard Santa, if you have a chance to go to work at a mall or something like that, for the month of December alone, working 10 hours a day in a mall, you can make upwards of $50 an hour Wow! Right, working as a Santa. <laughs> If I could actually grow a fucking beard, Chris. We can, we can get away. We can super glue. We can super glue on there. Nobody even notice. Yeah, they, you know, I, I keep... Is this real? Is this real? I, Is this real? I keep swearing up and down. You know, poor Dakota. He can't grow anything from the neck no. up. But he has to Is have it, the hairiest it, ass. He's grown different. adult male. This is it. This is all I can That do. thing has... That thing has to look like a, a Sasquatch hanging down, hanging on the back of his drawers. I mean, it just... I think he's named it. I think he's named it. What's his name? It's just this beat. It's just this... <laughs> I'll admit, I, see if I didn't shave. I shaved last night, and that's me got stubble already. See if I didn't shave. I mean, I, the Friday, it would be out there. I mean, it's like a... It's like a what is that? What, what oh, I've only that? been growing for a month, so I can't imagine what it's going to be he's like eleven months from now. But you know, not only have I got the real the real beard Santa thing going, I'm going to be hitting more historic events this year. Um, I am still, you know, once again based on the donations and the growth of the channel, I am trying to get. Uh, for those of you that knows what Roku TV is, I don't know if you guys have it overseas or not. Um, but our, one of our streaming services, Roku and Amazon, have just made it possible to purchase channels. And, you know, based on our um, paranormal investigations and stuff, yeah. I am looking at trying to purchase a channel which would be the first YouTube-based streaming channel that does paranormal investigation and and does historic haunted locations. But we only feature YouTube-based guests. Mm. 
So if Vegas Paranormal wanted to come and join us for investigation, or Andrina, or Sherry, or you, Chris, anybody who wanted to come and join us, hmm. now it's not going to be like some of those other TV paranormal shows that have mus- popular musicians come out as guest investigators or yeah. actors that come out as guests. It's going to be nothing but a YouTube-ran paranormal channel that only features YouTube personalities. Very interesting. So, I mean, that's that's something I'm looking at this year. You know, um, actually being able to... Mm. I'm just saying you're the man front of the TV stuff because I don't have a clue. No, I'm already working on it, but that package costs a few thousand a year. Really? Is that how much yeah. it costs? Wow. Yep. But the really nice thing about it is once you have that for a year, you can put anything on there you want. It is your channel to run. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting you say that. Right, everybody, donate. 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 Buy donate. some merch. We also yeah, buy some merch. Syncing license, where you can sync up your stuff to our TV network. Yeah. You know, give advertising opportunities, help you get some affiliate programs, all sorts of fun stuff. We can help you publish books, movies. We got yeah. the shit! I know. And plus, if you want to contact Dakota, you can get them to make you intros. I mean, yeah, just contact my secretary over here, like everybody else yes. needs to do. Yes, just contact me. Yeah, we'll put we'll put Dakota's mail address and his phone number right down here at the bottom of the screen. Am I gonna have to get a fake the vanity phone number? It's like one eight hundred bonker. Well, you, you could you could buy we could pay a no that a, that could very easily be confused with a porn site. I know. We could we could get our what you call it? we could actually we could get ourselves a disposable one of the disposable mobile phones with just an old SIM card on it. Put actually, the number at the bottom. Actually, I've been looking into getting an official company number. One eight hundred bonker is available. Oh, I need someone to make me some adverts for my channel. Are you available? But then you. I want to consult the forms online so I can get the information. Like, well, stick it in the chat then. Stick it in the chat. The news was fucking where to go. It's all just go to baldenbonkers.net, look at services and more. The whole list of everything we offer is right there. I do not know how I can make it any more simpler for yes. you, moron. And please, ladies and gentlemen, especially ladies, stop contacting me so as I can get in touch with him. Please go to the main website and do what he says. Contact him straight through that. Don't come to me. And then expect me to pass on the message to him. Do the way he's saying. I'm Please, just, I beg of you. Give me the messages me. I get. First off, I'm going to tell you a few <laughs> things about Christopher. Never yes. tell him a secret because he will blab it. Yes, I will. And he will not get the details right. No. So if you're like, <laughs> can I get, can I get a special thing made for my husband? I'll be like, there's a. There's a woman there looking for a date for the night. And that's, honestly, that's, you know. Okay, Chris, I've gotten in trouble for shit like that. Don't. 
But then you go, there's something that you could do. What about bald and bonkers Dane for the, the paranormal professional? We could, up, Mr. We need to, here, we could you have we need to actually define what professional is because lately in the community I, I've been seeing a bunch of teenagers that's, define that's as very professionals. True. That's, that's very true. Not cool. did, did, did you say a game? Huh? No, I said a paranormal. I would have swore he said a professional game for paranormal investigators. I'm like, what, Baldnopoly? Well, that's a good idea. But if they if they could put out put out a Christian based Ouija board, we could put right. out a Bald and Bonkers Monopoly. Yes, you know, you ask the board to speak to Jesus or something. Like that. I don't know. <laughs> Why do I? I don't need to do that. The Holy Spirit is talking to you, Zozo. He tells you to donate to this number: oh eight hundred one nine five six five. <laughs> one nine hundred, bonk me. Oh, that's a good one, bonk me. <laughs> but honestly, I see if we started our own dating website, we could have uh, Drew Ellingsworth on the main page. Is one of our successful? We could just make it up, like, you know, a successful. Well, you guys, look, you could meet if we're someone. We're going to go into that type of area. I know some girls to call who would actually bring people in. There you go, Drew. Did you hear that there? He's got some medals. God, I've just made myself sound like a pimp. I'm out of this one. I'm out of this one. I'm just going to sit down here and look interested. (gasps) The coat of the pimp. The coat of the pimp. Salt my black book here. I love how that just went blurry. I did. Dad, is that is that a galactic command trying to see what's in your black book of naughty things? I mean, they had Mike the Naked Bigfoot where it was his big bad black book. You have got your black book of naughty things. Well, I was going to consider our friend Blake and him or some of my black book numbers because it seemed like he was having some issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then again, what does he expect constantly yelling at everything is fake? Yeah. Uh, it was in. He loved these shows about the women. You know, remember that night he came yeah, on. Yeah, no, it was like, oh, I had to leave TikTok because it's nothing but thirst traps. Like, you do realize that is based on your searches on the internet, right? <laughs> oh, um, what? Anyway, mm-hmm. you're going to get a visitation tonight for Mike. He's going to come. Oh, he's got to come to you. Ooh. You know. You said you wanted to come on here, Drew. <laughs> right. See, you're, you're getting a, you're getting to meet the bold and bonker guys, what we're really like, Raven lunatics, you know. Well, he's See, I imagine on the one show day. I, I know he's been on here before, but can you imagine what it's got to be like if he ever wins that prize in Las Vegas? He's got to be standing there with his wee trophy, you know. Or yeah, what uh, I yeah, think no, it is, just you know? stroking my trophy. Hi, oh, how's everyone doing? Stroking it. Oh, it's my precious. And how would that be different from any other day? You're mm. you're constantly stroking your trophy. Oh my god! I know. Mm. Or your ego. I'm not really sure which, but I mean, you know. Mm. Yeah. I, I I would like to see Dakota standing there holding his trophy in one hand. And I, hate, I, I, I just want to go to Vegas. I've never been. Never. I would see that. I would. I would proudly sit silently in the crowd. As Dakota walks up there to receive that trophy, unless you, and unless you, you know, I might even 
I might even nudge my date, Billy Piper, and say, I know that guy. As long as you don't have a repeat of what's his name? He walked up on the stage and slapped the comedian. <laughs> you know? I mean, <sighs> honestly, I think if that happens, I need to come, and so does Drew Ellingsworth. He's got to be our bodyguard. He's got to make sure we're safe when we go to bars and stuff. I mean, First we're going to go to bars and stuff. I, I would just love to go down the Vegas Strip in the middle of the night after I've been told what I've been told. Hmm. What have you been told? Melons everywhere. The only reason I want to go to Vegas is to get Dakota really, really drunk and have Elvis have Elvis marry him to the first cross-dressing Marilyn Monroe I can find. Oh! Yes. And his name's okay. Bob. Okay, first yeah. up, I have chronic pancreatitis. That's not a good idea. Don't worry. Don't worry, we'll drop you somewhere in the Nevada desert somewhere. Don't worry, me and me and Drew will be driving off into the sunset, finding a bunker somewhere to hide. I would love to go see the burial grounds in old Vegas, but yeah, I wa- do you know what I want to go? I want to go oh, to yeah. Las Vegas. I want to go for the test of the nuclear bomb. Yeah, I think it'd be it. Oh, I, seemingly the, the the sand's been turned into like green glass. I know yeah, you're really Oh my god. Up. It's yeah. a bitchification. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every morning when we do a when we do a live stream uh on, on Mondays and Fridays at uh, at eight AM uh, Eastern Standard Time, we have one of our guys uh that come on and he does today in history and it's amazing how many mornings you will have Two, three, four, five. Um, Nineteen sixty-six. America sets yeah. a nuclear explosion off at the Nevada test site, and I'm and every day I make a remark. Yeah, that, that place with the glass ground and the fifty-five-pound yeah. tarantulas. You know, mm-hmm. anybody likes old classic horror horror films? There was a movie called Them. About you know, the these house 20 of foot tall ants. There was the also that's the nuclear test site in Nevada. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I've always wanted. I've always wanted to go and see where these nuclear bombs were detonated. Is there, is there craters there? Because I can use guys in America. Use okay. That's going to find. Is there, is there craters where the bombs were tested? Because the bomb, not really, because the bombs aren't set off on the ground. They're actually set oh, so off they're dropped by a certain. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I've always been curious about, and I've always said that if we were to truly get down and scientific with the paranormal when dealing with ghosts and psychic abilities and that, you're going to break so many moral and ethical boundaries of people just because you're dealing with people dying and coming back. One thing I've always been curious of, what would happen if we drop a nuke or at least an EMP on a haunted location, what would happen to the spirits? They'd probably still be there, but really annoyed with you. I know, but they say, you know, they say nothing but energy, but that's supposed to kill off electrical vibes. So what happens to the spirits? It depends what type of nuclear weapon it was. When I mean, if it was an EMP, I suppose that would well, the EMP. Them. The EMP was built because they noticed it was a side effect that electrical devices effect. would go haywire yeah. before a nuclear bomb went off. So again, my question mm-hmm. remains: 
what would happen? People want to say, oh, spirits are energy. They're okay, so, let's drop a nuke and see what happens. So, so basically, well, that's and, and in, in theory, yeah. in theory, Dakota, you're making a really good point because, you know, spiritual energy is supposed to be electromagnetic forces. So, so to drop an EMP, you may not be destroying the spirit yourself. But you'd be destroy. You would be really, really damaging or destroying their energy signature, their ability to communicate, mm-hmm. everything, because you're pulling all of the all of the electromagnetic energy wow. out of that location. So yeah, I can see. I mean, it basically would have the same effect on a spirit that dropping one of the. Um, uh, what are they called? The 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 bombs that suck the oxygen. Out of an area, yeah, bombs. Um, yeah, bombs. yeah, you, you take one of those and drop it on a on a small town or something. That's actually you a good know, point. It automatically. Yeah, because yeah, an, be, here's an I interesting mean, thing: if you could build, if you could build an EMP device, say the size of this can, right, and say you had a house that was terribly haunted, that was a the haunting was that bad, right, right. You could take this, you could take all the valuable stuff out of the house, right? The electrical devices, you could take this EMP device and sit it in the living room, put it on a countdown, go to the house, detonate it, go back into the house again. Could it destroy the spirits? That's exactly hence my cleansing, question. Hence cleansing the house. But yeah, then yeah. again, it might open a portal, too. Oh, here's two things. Um, you know, you not only... Not, not, not only would right. you be hurting the spirits, but you'd be damaging the house and everything else because as an as an EMP, it would be completely oh, taking out their fuse box, it would be completely taking out their car oh, battery, it would be completely taking out uh-huh. ba- batteries in the house, oh. everything. Right, see you had a haunted house, right? And you're like, oh my God, this is terrible, they're attacking the family. You turn on a removal crew and you turn everything out that house, right? So the only thing that was in there was some wire, right, and a fuse box. You detonate that, you I, go back I, in. You I think I prefer cleansing the house. I was about to say, that would be a I very, very, very extreme, very extreme case yes. in order to justify something like that. But I wonder what would happen. Yeah, I mean, come on, seriously. That's like getting a scratch on your leg and they just shoot you because you're damaged. Uh, I mean, you're you're going to the most extreme uh, course of action possible. I've I've never been to a location that couldn't be cleansed, couldn't be blessed, couldn't be purified. So... It makes you wonder that, and I'll tell you something. This is I'm going to look into this tonight, and I'll tell you why Dakota said. Oh dear something God, Chris is going to end up on a watch list. No, I'm going to look up this tonight. A lot of the areas where they detonated those bombs, right, were used by Native American Indians, right. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if there's mm-hmm. any spiritual activity in those zones so now. When you think about them. it, Chernobyl, <laughs> one of the worst nuclear disasters in history, right? Yeah, that has activity. I bet there was the end. So it goes. It's going to go one or two. I know. How how are we going to know unless we have an extreme case we can test with? Though that's that's my point. It's either going to go one of two ways. Either it's going to ramp things up like something that would make horror movies look like PG films, 
or it's going to completely kill it off. Yeah. Yep. But how do you, you test that? Do you phone up the government? Hello there. Uh, is this uh, Joe Biden? I'll tell you what it is. Can you drop a tactical nuclear weapon on this house? It's haunted. Just so I can go back afterwards. You know, uh, just drop an EMP on Eastern State Penitentiary. Yeah. <laughs> because it, may, it could make things worse if you really think about it. Because you talk about the ET perspective in this. The ETs get affected with the nuclear weapons. Exactly. And there's certain insiders when it comes to the UFO phenomenon that said all these reports of ghosts and that, that's not ghosts. That's the aliens fucking around with their tech. Yeah. So what happens if it, you dare you know, just make things worse? I, don't even get me started on, on nuclear defense. And UFOs, because every uh, time I even think about that, I think about that sign out of Mars Attacks when they launched the nuclear missile at the mothership, and <laughs> the, it, it, it pops this little probe out that causes it to blow up, and this big funnel comes out and sucks up all the nuclear energy, and inside they're sitting there getting stoned off of it. <laughs> Treating it like helium coming out of a I balloon will, at a kid's party. I will admit this, that fellow Mars Attacks was the biggest pile of piss I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> I don't I think it was that. meant to exactly be serious, though. Yeah, I know, it, it I was. It actually made that. fun of ufology. Seriously? I thought, it, I thought it was like a History Channel remake of the Alien Invasion. Being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you got to be careful being sarcastic. You, you've seen some of the remarks we've gotten just on this show. I know. That'll be, dear viewer, I am very disturbed. I am writing this complaint letter to you as I am an alien lover. And I watched the movie Mars Attacks. And I feel so sorry for those poor aliens in the end. P.S. Stop talking about bad aliens. Then it's going to happen. going to get messages like that now. If we're going to see something like that, hey. I'm going to plaster that on the next episode. I felt so sorry for those aliens in Mars Attacks because if it wasn't for that damn dove, they probably very well could have been coming in peace. But you don't know. A, a, a dove to them might be like, you know, setting loose a pterodactyl on a, on a playground. I mean, that yeah. could be like the yeah. worst omen so I, I blame I blame the military. I, I, I no, I, I blame the hippies on that. They come in peace. Mm-hmm. You know, they were hey, everybody was talking, everybody was calm and cool to that damn dove flew over. And then that started everything. Say, so I, I I blame the hippies. I will say the only film that, that the only thing in that film that disturbed me was the most was the thing that killed the aliens in the end was the music. That was god awful. What, well, what albums? that music almost killed me when I was watching it. What are you talking about? My head yeah. started to, you know, well, vibrate. There is certain cruise companies that play Britney Spears to deter pirates. Oh my god! I'm dead serious. Arr, let's take the cruise ship over there. Arr. Oh damn, they're playing. They're playing Britney Spears. Ah, we'll go for the captain. Yeah, what, what, was, what was that movie Tom Tom Hanks did? 
was it like Captain Bells? All he could have done was play. I don't know. So he was a captain of the ship. I actually remember when this event happened, so it wasn't that long ago. You know, being about a moment thirty, <laughs> getting old. I know. But no, it's like just think about it. that whole movie could be avoided if they just did a dance routine to "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." Hit me, baby, one more time. Just wait. It's like I got also to coming, fast, so. Also coming to Bald and Bonkers soon is Britney Spears. Hit me one more time. Well, there's a lot of conspiracies going around, Britney, so why not? Really? What's the conspiracies? She's, She's a million. missing. Really? Her and Kanye. <laughs> I wonder where they are. And Back there's a lot of crap coming out of... There's a lot of crap coming from celebrities about breaking free from the Illuminati right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... Oh, my God, Drew has let his secret out. He's really... That actress, he dresses up and goes on stage. He's a Britney Spears impersonator. Got it. Uh, that's what it is. Brit- right, ladies and gentlemen, if you want Britney Spears to come to your birthday party, contact Drew Ellingsworth at his channel. And he will come. No, don't. <laughs> Link's right there. He does birthday parties. He does birthday parties. There you go. There's it's there. Living histories, mysteries, and he also does Britney Spears impersonations for birthday parties. Yeah, I will travel to Peter Dolls now. Santa Claus. I will not do Britney Spears, but I I will do Santa Claus. So. You'd rather just go off prancing naughty ho-ho-hos instead of being a naughty ho-ho-ho? Yeah. Just one more time. Oh, my God. This show of the night has been absolutely (laughs) mad. Yeah, it's definitely awful. I guess you could say it's bonkers. It's definitely bonkers. So Uh the who is the guest tomorrow night? Well, we should probably check up on her, being that she was just in a car accident. That's right. That's but right. One of our newest hosts, Jaina. She got mad at me calling Jana. her Jana. Jaina Stone. We're going to give her a chance Jana. to shine on the main show, and she may be taking off with a brand new show on the Baltimore Bonkers Network on her own. So we're going to try to get mm-hmm. that sorted out finally. And I would like to thank. Mr. Drew Ellingsworth himself for coming on the show. You know, he's welcome anytime. Hey, it's m- uh, my pleasure. You know, I'll come on anytime. Check his channel out, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's got a bit awesome, the stuff that he's doing. Loving History Mysteries on YouTube. Um, if you want to pop in and see him in the mornings, because I like to I'll actually pop in and watch him in the morning sometimes. And I know the guy you're talking about that, that comes in and he starts saying things that happened in that this date, which I find quite interesting. You know? Yeah. Jersey Red. Yeah. I popped in a couple of times just so, uh, you know, because I'm just barely getting off work and needing something to help me fall asleep. But it's definitely interesting. You good to remember. And that's what I keep doing the stream is to help people like you. Yeah. Bore me to death, so I'll fall asleep. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you should bring out your own uh, sleep video. You're His own ASMR video? 
Aye, like in this other video, you could, you could, I'm taking yeah. out a cigar. I'm slowly looking at it, the fineness of it. I'm sitting there quietly. You know, you, you can do that, you can touch the mic and all that and make weird noises. Yep, that's that's gonna be it. That's that's gonna be it. And we're sitting here tonight because I know so many of you third shift workers are on your way home. So just sit back and listen to my voice and slowly. Please do not listen to these audio tapes while operating a motor vehicle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if you're an airline pilot, that's fine. You're allowed to sleep. They have autopilot. <laughs> Aye, who needs to land? I mean, come on. Can it not do that? No, they actually have their own little beds up there. And, God, Again, what does I a do pilot that. actually do? I could be a pilot. You, you take off, go to your bed, get up, land it. <laughs> there's a friend of mine who's a pilot, and she's kind of shown me. She's a taller girl, and so she showed me some of their sleeping quarters. So I'm like, how the do you sleep in this shit? I would just like to say, is there any pilots that would like to come on and tell us some UFO stories of that? Because pilots come on, all you need to do is push down to go down, pull up to go up, turn mm. left, turn right. It's easy. He could do it. No. Take him any time. Come on, be You have to constantly adjust your trajectory in order to account for the wind. Just follow the birds. Be fine. Because if you think going to a straight line, no, you go from a straight line to let's say like Scotland to here in Idaho, you're gonna end up in Canada somewhere. Yeah. Fine, you know, get a paper map, get the big atlas suit, drawing pad, ruler, be fine. I'm only doing it deliberately, guys. I'm no raven lunatic. You're sounding like a flat earther. <gasps> Don't break. Yeah, I can. Oh my god. I I, I can that. see it now. They 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 leave Edinburgh on the way to Idaho, and in nine hours they're hearing. Oh God! Speaking, we are approaching uh, Manitoba, Canada. Manitoba. Well, oh, I never that. heard of an ugly Canadian girl, so why not? <laughs> Look, I have I've watched some stuff in that TikTok, and it's all flat earthers that are on there. We need to get a flat earther on here. No, just yeah, for a series of interviews, but for they're just too for scared them. to. They're too scared I mean, to. They're mad. They're, they're completely raving lunatics. Hey, I got I nothing challenge. bad to say about flat earthers because we welcome all kinds on my channel. You got us. So do I. If you believe the earth is flat, so be it. I would love to sit down and talk about those beliefs. Because I've never had a flat earther on my channel. And you know, you just I would love to sit down and hear what flat earthers have to say about those beliefs on why they feel the earth is flat. When when it's a known fact that when you get in a plane and you get up to a certain elevation, you can actually see the curvature of the Earth on the horizon. Ah. So, I mean, I want to ah. know, you know, what... I've met, what, what, what I've the... met one. I met one once. And I says to him that, and he says, airplanes don't exist. And I says, what do you mean? He says, it's all happening now. notice. I met a flight after once, and I says to him about this, I says, what happens if you go to Australia, or what happens if you go in an airplane? And he says, well, that's the thing, Chris. When you go your holidays to Australia... 
they actually hypnotise you to make you think you've been to Australia and now in the aeroplane and then you wake up two weeks later. Australia doesn't exist and the aeroplanes don't exist. See, the airport, they just taxi them about. And I went, okay, oh, okay there. Um, That's the first I've heard the airplanes don't exist. Oh, I've heard the airplanes. Yeah. That's the first. No, 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 no. Airplanes exist. But they don't fly at a certain height. They're only within a certain radius. Because Australia doesn't exist. Even though I've got family there. But they don't exist. It's it's all in my mind. I'm thinking of having an aneurysm. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I, honestly, I don't know what it is. <laughs> the younger generation, the younger generation. I, don't, I went to an ATM the other day. There's kind of a cash machine. And someone had dropped on the screen, the earth is flat. The motorway service station, for me, there's a big sign, you've probably seen it when you were here I last s- in Scotland, I saw it. and someone wrote on the side of it, the earth is flat. Yeah, I saw it, and like a week later, it ended up on coast to coast. Yeah. Yeah. The earth is not flat, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the we're earth in is flat, and I'll, so I'll... is your wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But if you want to come on the show and challenge us, do come on. It's a challenge I'm throwing out there. But if you don't want to come on, I know you are all making it up. You know, you say these younger generation, you've got to be very careful with that remark because there's a lot mm. of Gen Zers out there who are apparently starting to promote bestiality. What, what the hell's that? That's a new one. No. Sex with animals. Like what you do with the sheep. That's terrible. There's not been a case of that in Scotland for at least six months. You know, within six about months. half an hour. God getting lazy over there. I know. Half an hour's drive from me. I believe this was about Meh. 20 years ago. There was a sheep born with a human face. My God. So this show's definitely been a disturbing one. That's 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 really interesting. That we should, we should actually get somebody to come on and talk about that one night. Animal defects, you know. It wasn't a defect. Mm. Mm. Did, did they know who it looked like? It, it, there were some rumors, hey, from what I'm told, you, but you the, know, the animal quickly died. I'm 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 really glad. That, that Dakota brought that up because mm. I, I actually heard a story one time about a traveling salesman and this traveling salesman would park his car and he would walk for long distances to, 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 to talk to these different people because he didn't drive his big fancy car up on their farms mm. and stuff like that. So he was walking um, he he was he, he was walking uh, down this country road one time, and he came up on his farm. He looked out in the pasture, and there was a guy out in this field just shagging the bejeebers out of this field. He had two big handfuls of wool, and he was just driving this sheep home. Had his head stuck through a fence and everything, and the guy looked at him for a second, he's like, 
So he, he, he kept right on walking. He got up to the house. He knocked on the door. This little boy answered the door. And the guy looked at him and he said, you know, he introduced himself. He said, listen, son, is your, is your, is your parents home? And the little boy kind of looked at him. He goes, your mommy, your daddy are, are either one of them home. And the boy just kind of looked really weird at him. He said, is either your mommy or your daddy home? And the little boy should have said no. He said, well, I'll, I'll tell you. I was just walking up your road and there's a man out in your field back here, and he's doing very obscene things to one of your sheep. And the boy kind of looked at him all weird-like, and he said, do you understand, son? He shook his head, no. He goes, there's a man being very, very obscene to one of your sheep. And the kid just kind of looked at him. He tilted his head. He goes, son, there's a man out here having sex with one of your sheep. And the boy went, Oh, that's okay. That's my dad. Oh, dear Jesus. Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, yes. this is your discretion advised warning yes. on this show for a very good reason. And we're sorry if we've offended any farmers that may have been listening to this, but please go back to you doing what you do safely and your yes. protection. Yes, and... And remember, you know, always wear your boots because you can stick. Yep, always wear your boots because you can stick their back legs in them and they can't run away. And ladies and gentlemen, we will see you on Sunday. Next time. Thank you for coming, everyone. And cheerio. Bye bye, and no, we're not paying for your therapy. Thank <laughs> you.